This is the Sneaky Plays Podcast, presented by JokerMag.com. Alrighty then, welcome to the Sneaky Plays Podcast. I'm Brian Catino here with Dom Piero and Chris Morris. It is a special week in the NFL. We have three Thursday football games for Thanksgiving. Want to wish you all happy holiday. And then uh, we got a huge Sunday slate as well, but just for today, we'll talk about the three Thursday Thanksgiving Day games. Um, what we're going to do is go through the captain mode on DraftKings. So for the captain mode, um, they highlight uh, one game usually each week, but this week for Thanksgiving, uh, they do all three Thanksgiving Day games. Um, you pick between each team for both. I mean, you pick between both teams for each game. Um, so, for example, for game one, it's between the Bears and the Lions. You just pick players between each team, and you spend a, you have a $50,000 cap. You pick a captain. Your captain is one and a half times its regular cost, and but it gets one and a half uh, times the points. So it's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, we're just going to dive in, uh, start with that first game. It's Bears-Lions. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty good game. The uh, Lions are usually on Thanksgiving, so – Always exciting. Um, what are you guys looking at for that game? Who, who are you guys looking at? Um, I got uh, my – well, my number one guy, price a little high, uh, Tariq Cohen. I just think this guy's a stud. Um, he's delivered week after week this year. Um, and, you know, going up against the Lions defense, that's okay. It's not bad. They're decent from week to week. But I think – I mean, Cohen's really been what seems like their number one we- weapon all year. Um, whether he's catching the ball out of the backfield or running it. Um, so he's my number one guy, kind of the obvious choice. Um, and I, I like Kenny Galladay, too. Um, had a touchdown last week. We, I know we talked about him last week, too. Um, and I think, you know, playing at home again. Uh, Bears defense is obviously good, but Galladay's shown. I mean, he's a he's, he's a pretty underrated talent. Um, and now that, you know, Golden Tate's out of there and Marvin Jones banged up, he's really emerged as their number one guy. Um, so I would look for him to get continue to get as many targets and – probably the production too. Yeah, I do like that. Uh Tyree Cohen's kind of emerged as not only like the lead back, but one of the probably lead pass catchers on the team too. Uh and which is saying something with a lot of talented receivers for Mitch. Um and then Kenny Galladay, yeah, I mean although wasn't he he was banged up, right? Is he playing? Yeah, no, he was banged up, but I think he's I think he's good to go. I saw I saw something recently, something about him, an ankle or whatever. Nah, I think he I don't see him, I don't think he was on the injury report at all. I, don't know. I think he's good. Well, uh so two guys I say, you know, both both those picks I love though, especially for captain's mode. Those guys are gonna get you a lot of points. Right. Um uh, two two things I do say uh is the Bears defense. <laughs> uh <laughs> So in you know in captain's mode everything is priced a little bit higher usually, All right? Uh, but that Bears defense has just been crazy. <laughs> it's been so good, and you know they kind of showed you on Sunday night against the Vikings. So I think you have to play the Bears defense here in this game. Uh, you know they're just they're way too good not to play. They Khalil Mack is just a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, with the fumbles and they're getting sacks and they're getting a lot of interceptions now too. You know, they're playing really well. They're at 7,200. Definitely something to look forward to uh, when you're looking at your lineup. And another guy that I, I think is uh, 
is what's his name? Anthony Miller. I liked him too. I had him. Yeah, he's having a he's having a little bit quiet of a season, and now he's starting to emerge. You know, he's catching touchdowns. He's having a pretty good year so far in this Matt Nagy offense. Yeah, the look, Matt Nagy offense. Yeah, look for <laughs> look for Mitch. Keep trying to find him in in the red zone, and you know, he, if he gets space, he can make the catches. He's he's a lethal weapon. Agreed. I like Anthony Miller a lot. He had a touchdown on Sunday night, right? Against the, I believe he had the first touchdown. Yeah, I think he had the first touchdown of the game. Nah, Mitch does a good job spreading the ball around there. He definitely takes full advantage of his weapons. You know, he had a couple up and down moments on Sunday night, but for the most part, he managed the game fine. Um, you know, and he spreads the ball around. I mean, Allen Robinson was kind of quiet, but made a couple of plays when he needed to. Um, Burton, obviously Miller. Um, yeah, I think he, I think Miller could have another good week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... You know, and we talked about it too that the Bears want to really get after it and try to put this division away. They're going to need Mitch Trubisky to play really well down the stretch. And you know, one game down, he played. You know, he didn't play. I wouldn't say he played great on Sunday night, but he did enough to win the game and put them a little bit further away from the Vikings and the Packers. Mm-hmm. So, but this one should be a fun, a fun game, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, I like the picks you guys are, are saying, and um, I think the consistent thing here for the captain mode this week is staying with the captain. I think it should be a Bears player, um, at least, you know. Um, and you don't want to spend too much money at the captains because it takes away the money from the other flex spots. So, I, Dom, I like you saying Bears defense because yeah. that's saving you a lot of money. <laughs> If they have an outrageous day, um, like they, they did the past three weeks, basically, um, it's one and a half times those points, and you're spending 7200 saving a, bo- a boatload of money. So you allow, it could allow you to possibly have Mitch and, like, um, Mitch Rubisky and Kenny Galladay as well. You know what I'm saying? So I like that, Dom. Um, yeah, to me, to me, staying low – at the captain's position is important to save money for the other uh, flex options. Yeah. So go ahead, Dom. So here's the bears stats against the last time they played the Lions. So they played the Lions week 10, obviously in Chicago, the bears had two interceptions, the bears defense, two interceptions, one defensive recovery, fumble recovery, six sacks. They let up 22 points and a total of 305 yards, and that was good for 12, point, 12 fantasy points for that day. Now, if you put them at the captain, it's 1.5 points or 1.5 times points. So, I mean, I can't do that math in my head. but if you, <laughs> It's 18 points. It's 18, 18 points. points, yeah. That's right away. There you go. That's pretty smart, actually. So That's a good theory. Yeah, you know, I am. I may not be smart at math, but I do know – my sports. The the idea is is definitely smart. Yeah, you're preaching to the choir there, Morris. <laughs> yeah. So so can we agree that we should we think maybe Bears defense for that captain spot? Yeah, yeah, I, I like it. I think that's definitely the way to go. I think you save yeah you save a lot of money. Makes sense. All right, I'll lock that in here real quick. All right, so seventy two hundred. We have forty two. Uh, $42,800 to spend right now on five players. Uh, I think the next Morris, you already mentioned him. Kenny Galladay has got to be. In yeah. Galladay has got to be in there. Their number one receiver. No doubt right now. Yeah. Marvin Jones is still going to be out. I'm pretty yeah, sure. He's, I think he's, he's questionable at best and it doesn't sound like he's going to play. 
Yeah, and where the Bears defense does allow points is the receive is top receivers. Um, I mean, Thielen and Diggs both had good days on Sunday Night Football. Uh, so I think Kenny Galladay can do somewhat of the same. Um, and I know we picked Bears defense as you know getting points. They'll still they'll still get their turnovers. They'll still get their points. But I think Kenny Galladay will get his. Yeah, definitely. yeah, he definitely will. And Matt Stafford's a gunslinger, so it could work out both ways. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of volume. Um, going his way and a lot of volume from Stafford. So more opportunities for picks. Um, I think you'll find him in the red zone here and there. I mean, he's a great, he's a great receiver. He's definitely number one option. So uh, I think he'll, he'll do something inside the dome, you know, a short week um, on Thanksgiving going to be at house. So I, I can see that happening. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. I think another guy you could slot in there this week is, uh, is Allen Robinson. Uh, you know, he had that monster game against Detroit in Week Ten. You know, thirty-four point three fantasy points on DraftKings, hundred and thirty-three yards, two touchdowns. I think he's definitely somebody to take a look at. Uh, you know, in this game, and he's priced at nine thousand dollars, so it's definitely not expensive, really, in a captain's mode game at all. Yeah. Now, what do you think about that, Morris? What do you think about uh, a Rob? I like A-Rob. I mean, he was quiet last week, which is the only thing. Um, but, again, that's true. That game was outside in the freezing cold, and he did do major damage against the Lions the two weeks ago. Um, and playing indoors, yeah, on the track. He could be a play. He's priced. Is he below? Um, no, nah, he's he's pretty heavily priced. But I guess if we're going with the defense. Yeah, he's at 9,000. Uh, yeah. No, no, he's at he's at thirteen. For some reason, when you click on a thing, it says nine thousand. But in captain's mode, he's at he's at really thirteen thousand five hundred. I don't know why they wouldn't just put the damn thing there. But uh, oh, so that. yeah, so he's at thirteen thousand five hundred, not nine thousand. Okay. All right. Um, so who else? Who else we got? I'm looking down, and I see um, someone we could save money with, possibly. Uh, Trey Burton. What do you guys think about Trey Burton? That's our boy. I mean, we've trusted him other times this year. Um, I don't know. We think we should put a, another Lions guy in there. Uh, I was thinking Theo Riddick, maybe. I mean, he's good for. I mean, he gets a lot of targets out of the backfield. He doesn't get a lot of yards, but I don't know. Yeah, I was also thinking about Theo Riddick solely because Carryon Johnson's most likely not going to play. True, I forgot about that too. Um, so he's going to yeah. get a lot more opportunity. Uh, let's see. Last week he, he had seven targets again, mm. so uh, he's he's going to get seven, eight, nine. With carry on now, he'll probably get ten targets, honestly. So he's definitely someone that's a volume play. Um, and he's more of a slot receiver than a running back. You know how good. Yeah, the, exactly. The, Bear, the Bears are really good against running backs, but I mean, slot be you know they'll be viable to put up some points there. True, yeah. I mean, yeah. The running back, the Detroit running backs probably aren't a good play. I mean, LeGarrette Blunt could be getting the majority of the carries in this game, honestly. <laughs> if we wanted to go expensive on other positions, you could get LeGarrette Blunt cheap. Could he, but I mean, he has not really had the volume. That's the only thing. No, I know, but I mean, who's going to be? I mean, uh, they're, this is this smells like a like a 50 plus Stafford <laughs> passing attempt game. Yeah. And yeah. the Bears are stout against the run, so they're going to be slinging it. Gunslinging at its Galladay is definitely the safest play, I think. Yeah, I mean, their only option is Zach Zenner. 
Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, this was this is a tough one to fill out a lineup for, honestly, this game. Yeah, going down, um, if you want to be Taylor Taylor Gabriel. See, I was thinking him because he's had, you know, he's been playing really well. But against the Lions in league, week 10, he had zero fantasy points. Ooh, at three targets. So that kind of scares me going into a, going into a Thursday night, uh, Thursday day game, you know, short week. I don't know. It scares me a little bit, but the Panthers just got um, picked apart by uh, DJ Moore, um, who kind of plays that similar role to Taylor Gabriel. So I'm, I'm kind of like skeptical about what to think about him. Yeah, I mean, I think if we're look, if we're looking to fill a spot, because he is, at, he's priced at 8700. Uh, he's definitely you can definitely play him, but I would just be kind of skeptical of if he's going to get that. Because what scares me not so much is you know him getting zero points. You know that's whatever every receiver has those days once in a while, but it's more he only got three targets. You know that's the thing that kind of scares me the most. Yeah, I, I can definitely understand that. Um, so I ended up just com- like filling out a complete lineup. I have fourteen hundred dollars left. And I have Bears D at the captain, Kenny Galladay, Jordan Howard, Anthony Miller, Theo Riddick, and A-Rob. And I still have $1,400 left. So we're not we're not thinking of QB then? We're not thinking Mitch at all? Oh, nah. no. But I'm just saying I quickly filled it out. I'm like, oh, there's still like – I mean, I have $1,400 left. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you can spend more more money than you think with this Bears defense as, as the captain. That's yeah. true. Wow. Yeah, Mitch, Mitch against the Lions in Week Ten. Three hundred and fifty-five yards, three TDs, no interceptions. He had thirty-nine fantasy points that day. So, you know, you know, the Matt Nagy offense is clearly worked against the Lions. The so. <laughs> solid has, I think. Yeah, I think Mitch is definitely. I think Mitch should definitely be in the lineup. I feel like just based off of the numbers alone. Oh, Mitch had a rushing touchdown in that game too against Detroit. He does like playing against them. Yeah, so I think he's definitely got to be. Yeah, I could. He's got to be in consideration. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I think we should slot him in there for sure. Um, I mean, he's he is the oldest friend of this podcast, so he, he is. I mean, we kind of got to put him in on Thanksgiving. He should sponsor us. That's what he should really. Yeah, he should. <laughs> All right, so if we put – all right, so we have Bears D, Kenny Galladay, A-Rob, Trubisky. Do you want to put in um, Theoretic? Probably, I'd say so. Just because he's – I mean, he's going to get a lot of – he's going to get a lot of action this week. He's going to play a lot of snaps. Yeah, the Lions scare me, man. <laughs> they do, I know. I hear you. It's hard to pick other Lions guys other than Galladay, honestly. What about – Gabriel? Did we say Gabriel? We did say Gabriel. Say now, Gabriel. what about this? What do we think of the kicking game of both got of both teams? I was actually thinking that too. You I can play. You can play kickers and cap. I know Prater. So, I'm I'm really scared of Parky after that. I'm scared. Dude, yeah, no, no. Yeah, fuck Parky. I would definitely go Prater if we're gonna go kicker. All right, uh, let's plug in the kicker. Right now we have twelve thousand left. Let's plug in the kicker. And we have 8,600 we could put in Tariq Cohen. Exactly 50,000. Oh, there you go. Perfect. There's your lineup. (laughs) See, you know, that's why we do this, people. 
All right, so our uh, our full lineup for the 12:30 game, which is the Bears Lions. We have Bears defense as our captain leading the way. Um, they get, like we said before, the one and a half times the price, one and a half times the points. Tariq Cohen playing RB, Kenny Galladay, Matt Prater kicking the ball for Detroit, A. Rob as the number one option for Trubisky, and then the man himself, Trubisky. Exactly fifty thousand dollars. Sounds like money to me. Sounds like absolute money to me. All right. Um, so we covered that game pretty quickly. Let's uh, let's move on to that second game, which is – Oh, honestly, another disgusting matchup. Ugh. 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 I can't believe I got to watch arguably my two most hated NFL franchises other than the Patriots play on Thanksgiving. Oh, everybody hates the Patriots. Yeah, exactly. They don't because <laughs> uh, everybody hates them. Yeah, so, all right. Oof. Yeah, Cowboys, Redskins. No Alex Smith for the Cowboys. I I think you might have to go D. You know, Cowboys D here. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Cowboys D is kind of legit. Pretty good, man. And especially going up against Colt McCoy at home. And they played very well, I will say, against the Redskins. Against against. Yeah, I think this. I'm smelling a blowout possibly in this game. So I think. Uh, Definitely, the Cowboys D is probably at play against. Let me see, against the Redskins in Week Seven, they gave up. Let's see, fourteen points. They had one sack, no picks or fumble recoveries, and they gave up, or they ended up with two fantasy points that day. But now you're taking Alex Smith out of the out of the equation. And you know, do you, you? I think that's a better. You know, they're primed for a better week this week against the Redskins without Alex Smith. I mean, that's a huge game changer. Yeah, no, I agree. I like. I think their defense is gonna have a big day. Yeah, see, I like the Cowboys' defense because I think they're really good. But are they really good for fantasy? Not really. I, it's just I hear you. They don't. They don't force a ton of turnovers. They don't force turnovers. Um, I mean. I don't know. I just feel like at, at the captain's position, we need some someone or some you know someone to get a lot of points. I know? think I think the Cowboys might have a big day throwing the ball too in this game. I think their offense is starting to click a little bit. It looks like, and I really hate Washington's secondary. I think they can you can move the ball so easily against them. They find ways. They have like so many fluky plays on defense where they'll force a turnover or something. But you can move the ball pretty easily against them. Um, Mari Cooper, possibly. He's looked pretty good for them. Yeah, I, I would say Mari Cooper definitely is. You know, he's pretty much – he went in there and became their top receiver right away. Yeah. I mean, if we're if we're not going to – I think the obvious choice, if captains, if we're, you were going to spend the money, is uh, Zeke. But yeah, we don't want to, you know, have Zeke be – our captain. So I think Amara Cooper's probably the next best play. You know, or you can take a chance on Colt McCoy, honestly. But. Oh no. <laughs> I don't let's not do that. <laughs> I don't know. I love me some Colt McCoy. He is ugly to watch, man. He's a better runner. That's all he tries to do. He's like hey, thirty five he, years old. All he tries to do is drop back there and scramble. He's about as reliable as a backup as you get in the NFL these days. Oh God, yeah, he actually is. I shouldn't hate him too much. Oh, all right. Do we want to risk it to get the biscuit with the Cowboys D? 
I'd, I kind of like the Cowboys D better than the other options we threw out there. I mean, I say Cooper. I didn't. Wasn't I, I think putting that. Cowboys D definitely just allows us to have Zeke in the lineup, which is seems the most important thing to do here. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I say definitely Cowboys D then. Mm. All right, Cowboys D, and I'm already sliding in Zeke. All right, so how much we got left? 29-2. So average yeah. of 7,300 per player. I would load up more on Cowboys, I think, in this game. Yeah, I think the quarterback to own is Dak as well. Yeah, I think we, we should put Dak in there. All right, that gives us an average of 6,467. Hmm. What about just because Colt McCoy will be starting this game? What about Dustin Hopkins, the kicker? Oh man, I don't know. I mean, you gotta because indoors. You gotta think is that a it's indoors, yeah, and you're pretty much hoping that you know, you're pretty much betting on Colt McCoy. You know those drives stalling in Cowboys territory. I don't think there's gonna be any drives. See, I think you're. I think you. Am I underselling Colt? I think you're. I think you are. I think Colt's gonna play oh. better than you think. Uh, now I'm saying I don't think he'll play great, but I think he'll play a lot better than you think. I'm smelling a Matt Flynn type of Thanksgiving Day performance. You think Colt McCoy, the backup QB special? Matt Flynn just straight up stole money from the seat. <laughs> I knew that would be a great name for you. He just he just stole money. 500, 500. He stole money wherever he went. Against the Lions in week 17. Yeah. Oh, what a great day that was. <laughs> Bring me back to those Packer days. Oh, my God. Oh, no, all right. No Packer games. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, you know what? I, you know, I'm going to slide Hopkins in here. All right. All Let's right. See what it does for us. Because I actually think Dom's right. I think Cole McCoy is better than uh, he needs more respect. Put some respect on oh. Dave Morris. He did win there, actually. I heard this today. And I forgot. Do you remember he won a Monday night game there? Monday night football. Yeah. Fall break. Yeah, Dallas was actually really good. Fall break. I think Dallas, in your Dallas year. won 12 games that year. They did. Yeah. And they, yeah, that was with Romo still playing. I think, like, Romo got hurt in that game, too. And it ended up being, like, Brandon Whedon versus Colt McCoy down the stretch. He was out for two quarters, Romo. Yeah, that's what it was. That's right. And Whedon and McCoy were duking it out on Monday night football. Monday night football. Oh, my God. Middle of October, fall break. I do remember that. You know what's so awesome about this game? Uh, Cole McCoy, even though he's the starting quarterback on one of the teams, he's only 8,200 in this format. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, If we, if you guys want to throw McCoy in there, let's – fuck it. Let's do it. You're, you're selling me. <laughs> go, right, go, so, go two quarterbacks? Look, look. I mean, hey, we could get him. Like, who else are we going to put in here? I mean, I don't know about Jordan Reed. Look, or I have Beasley or AP. Even I mean, their run game is you know their lines hurt and Dallas stuffs the run. Does AP have enough in the tank though to come back? I'm, there's I don't I, like AP in this game. Does Does AP have enough to come back on a short week and have a good game? That yeah. scares me about him. Probably not. Well, I was able to actually fit both. Um, Jordan Reed and Cole McCoy in there with two hundred dollars to spare, hmm. and Jordan hmm. Reed is his best tar- is his favorite target. I mean, it was last yeah. week anyway. <laughs> yeah, in the For short the amount of time, quarter and a half that he played. <laughs> I mean, he went bananas last week. He had seven or seventy one yards I, and a touchdown. I don't know. There's something about like when the backup QB comes in and like he's like a veteran, he knows what to do, and like the defense, the other team, they haven't prepared for him. They're all thrown off. I don't know. 
I mean, he's okay. He makes stuff happen because he can move a little bit. So, I, I, I think, I think Jordan Reed should definitely be in there because I always just this is just me. I feel like the tight end becomes the, the biggest position for a backup quarterback. Yeah, um, you know, because short yards usually very good pass catchers nowadays in the NFL. So, I think Jordan Reed's definitely got to be in there. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Unless uh, we want to keep going Cowboys, I slide in Amari Cooper, and we have 6,800 left, and there's not much after that down there. It's Cole Beasley at 6,600, and then it's the Dallas quarter Dallas backup quarterbacks. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. Cooper freaking yeah. Rush. Yeah, Cooper that. Rush. I, I mean, well, I don't know. Oh, my God. $100. Cooper Rush. <laughs> Oh my God! The da- he's the Dallas backup. Yeah. Who the hell is that? Who knows? Oh God! <laughs> backup QBs are just a carousel. <laughs> yeah. So I think um, I think I would rather. Oh, I don't know. What if I slide an AP? Then it gives us seventy four hundred. Yes, the same exact option. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather Jordan Reed and Cole McCoy and at that at that. Room. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I agree. I agree. All right, let me slide them in. Yeah, two hundred dollars to spare. That's not too bad in this format. Um, it's just the numbers are so fluctuated. It's it's, it's really weird to get an exact fifty thousand dollars. I'm surprised we did that in the other game. <laughs> so right now we're looking at Cowboys. Diaz, the captain. Hopefully they turn the you know have some turnovers this week. Uh, Zeke, who's I mean Zeke. It's not really much to say. Uh, <laughs> Dustin Hopkins, hopefully uh, get some uh, some deep field goals here. Um, stays consistent with his PATs, doesn't miss any of those, unlike the rest of the scrub kickers in the NFL. Um, Cole McCoy, hopefully he does something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then Dak, I think Dak should have a good day. I do too, yeah. Everyone has good days against Washington. Yeah, and then uh, wrap it up, Jordan Reed. Hopefully, it's just a security blanket for Cole McCoy and uh, finds the end zone, and that's all you can really hope for. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that's the perfect lineup. All right, yeah, and if uh, if we have any changes, we'll uh, we'll put them in the article um, that we're going to put out. Uh, should be out Wednesday night or Thursday morning, really early. So, if there's any changes, we'll obviously. Let the world know of those changes. Um, all right, let's uh, let's slide on over to that Thursday night game, which is a little more exciting anyway. Yeah, uh, this, this game should days. be the best one, I think. So, for our captain spot, we're expecting the Saints to score a lot of points, right? Yeah, obviously. So, I think for our captain spot, we got to go Will Lutz. The kicker at the captain spot. Ooh! Oh my goodness! You would love the kicker. Well, think of this. Think I of, really like that, Tom. If if we're if we're if the Saints are scoring a lot of points, that means there's going to be a lot of extra points. That's a point, you know, for every made one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, lots. Lots is a good kicker too. Yeah. I mean, that's that's got to be. I think your play for the captain spot is uh, lots. I guess I don't disagree. <laughs> it's just funny that we have another kicker in there. You have to have the, the kicker. 
sometimes makes or breaks your team. No, I know, yeah. especially in a week like this. So, and this type of format, you know, your kicker could outscore some receivers. <laughs> so, yeah, this is probably. this is what you need is you know the kickers that are D in your. They're gonna score a lot of points too. Yeah, you know what? Let's let's do it. <laughs> All it's right, conventional week anyway. I mean, yeah, I agree, Dom. I think the Saints could easily – I think they could literally easily put up 61 points. Oh. The 60-point game is coming in the NFL. This I game might as well be the Saints. I think it's this Thursday night. I think they're going to score 60. This game might score more points than uh, last night's game. Because, nah. I mean, oh, say, say what you want about the Falcons, but – they still uh, Matt Ryan can still throw the ball. Julio Jones is having a much better season now. Uh-huh. Calvin Ridley, I mean, I haven't really heard much of him. He's kind of disappeared. But, you know, <laughs> this is going to be another one of those shootouts like we saw yesterday. But I just don't think – like, even yesterday's game, the defense has played all right, even though there were 100 and whatever points scored. But there's yeah. still pressure and there's still picks. And, you know, Mahomes had however many, two fumbles and all that. So – I just don't think there's going to be as good of a defense, so there's going to be a lot more points this week. It's going to be point, you know, drive after drive with, with points. So, yeah, this that's kind of how it was the first time these two teams played back in like September. I think it was, New Orleans won an OT like forty, four, it was like forty three thirty seven or something like that too. It was and forty. That, it was forty three thirty seven. Yeah, that's what it was. The score. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I, I thought I remembered that. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't score just as much, if not more again. I mean, it's again, it's indoors, it's on turf. These two offenses are – say, I mean, yeah, Atlanta's not a very good team. They can't stop anybody, but they'll score points, especially against, you know, a team that they know that they can score on and they've done it before. Yeah, so I actually just did a really quick lineup. I literally clicked at the top three names and then looked for two down the line. Will Lutz as the kicker, as the captain. Tevin Coleman, Julio Jones, Alvin Kamara, Traquan Smith, Michael Thomas. $100 left. Wow. Wait, Thomas Kamara, Jones. Traquan Smith, Tevin Coleman. Traquan Smith and Tevin Coleman. That's pretty good. Because who the, the other guys in there? Yeah, QB, Shaw, Bridgewater. I don't love Ridley. Um, ooh, no Ingram. Is there any way we can get him in there? Or uh, no. Come I know what I'm saying. I did that so quickly, like without even really looking at names. I kind of just looked yeah. Well, that's 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 good. I hit the I mean, top that's, three names. That's, very, that's really good. I hit the top three names, which was Thomas, Julio, and Kamara, and then it just shot me down to how much money was left, basically. And I was like, oh right. wow, Traquan Smith and Tevin Coleman. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that. that but uh, I mean, yeah, if you want to sacrifice one of those top guys between Julio, Kamara. And Thomas, who would you really sacrifice there to play you know, either Drew Brees or Matt Ryan? Maybe well, maybe Kamara. But Kamara had a huge game against Atlanta back early in the season, didn't he? I'm pretty yeah. sure. Ingram wasn't playing yet. so I, I think we just stick with that lineup. That lineup sounds deadly. <laughs> that lineup does sound deadly. Just Ingram has been really, really good recently. And I'd hate to miss out on a couple of his touchdowns. Yeah, I was also considering maybe sliding in the other kicker, Matt Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! What have what have we become? Uh, I don't know, but if you slide in Matt Bryant, you can actually spend. Uh, you you have ninety one hundred left for either Matt Ryan or Mark Ingram. <laughs> oh, for Ryan? 
That's actually, I'd almost rather have Ryan now. Yeah, that does sound good too. Oh, I don't know. I mean, if we're expecting points, the kickers are both really good plays. Yeah. Yeah, but th- what if this turns into like what happened against the Eagles? I don't think it will because I think the Atlanta's defense is, I mean, Atlanta's offense is a little bit better, but than the Eagles. But I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the Saints just look like the best team ever. They do. Jeez, I mean, uh, I think Atlanta Atlanta will put up a much better showing than the Eagles did, <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, there's no slowing down New Orleans, that's for sure. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely not. Like I said, I really think they have a legitimate shot at putting up 60 points this week. Yeah, it's – what if you took Michael Thomas out, replaced him with – replaced him with Drew Brees? Okay. All right. You put Coleman in there, and that leaves you with 7,900, right? Yeah. Now you have your option of Ridley. You got Sanu. You got Austin Hooper. Ah. I mean, Austin Hooper has been having much better. Yeah, he's been doing – he's been decent as of late. You know, um, but because Breeze, you know – if there's one person to sacrifice, I think it might be Michael Thomas, just because. Oh, really? Breeze is gonna be Breeze is just gonna get all the all those same points and more. So. Oh, but yeah, I don't know. Thomas has been that guy is fucking unbelievable. What do you guys think uh, about that uh, that Kirkwood kid? Oh my god! Yeah, I had no idea who the hell he was <laughs> out there. You know, I mean, the Eagles did have. We do have a practice squad level secondary out there right now with all the injuries we have. But, yeah, I mean, it seemed like he was getting, you know, getting involved anytime he wanted to. Yeah, him and, him and Austin Carr were uh... – Yeah, and, I mean, Smith was really the guy that – I mean, he had a career day. Obviously, he's only a rookie, but that was certainly the best game of his career so far. Yeah, I mean, if you take a shot on one of them, it's like – let's see, let me put in uh, – let me put in Carr. I think Carr is uh... – you know, Austin Carr. That gives you twenty five hundred. I mean, twelve thousand five hundred left. Put in Michael Thomas, and you still have eleven hundred left. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Let's do. I would say let's do that. Yeah. All right. Wait. So all, who are all of our guys? The all Saints and Julio. <laughs> yeah. All Saints and Julio. Thomas, Breeze, Kamara, Carr, Kamara, and Carr. Julio Jones. <laughs> wow. I like that. That's a pretty neat lineup. Yeah, and you still have eleven hundred left. Screw it. I, I say screw that eleven hundred and put those you know, plug that lineup in. What about taking a shot at Taysom Hill? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Jeez, that'd be funny. <laughs> Maybe he'll get his first uh his first score, his first rushing touch. He threw an ugly pass against the Eagles last week. He likes I mean, I know they usually they run him, but they put him in for a passing play, and he threw an ugly-looking football. Peyton was like, he got the silence. He's like, dude, what, what the hell happened there? Yeah, it was, <laughs> he, he can only run. <laughs> yeah, that was not pretty. All right, so are we really about to agree on, like, all Saints and then Julio? Yeah. I think Julio's might be the only viable option, honestly. That's a fun lineup. I say we do it. Yeah, I say we do it. 
All right. I'm sold. <laughs> Word. I'm sold. All right. Um, real quick, we'll run through the games again. Um, predictions for the early game. Morris, who you got? Uh, I like Chicago. I think they're rolling right now. Detroit's just not very good. They got a win last week, but that's an, that was an ugly game. I think Chicago's playing with confidence right now. Won't be the most high scoring, but I'm going to go Bears 24 17. Yeah. I not only do I think the Bears win, but I also need them to win. You know, I kind of want them to run away with the division right now to leave that, you know, to let the Packers, you know, do their thing, get to the wild card. So I think the Bears have a good game. You know, definitely. The only thing is, I think because it's a 12 30 game, is an early start time or 12.30 Eastern time. Uh, you know, it's going to be a similar, you know, closer closer game. Probably I go 24-20 Bears. Yeah, I like the Bears too. Um, I'm an optimist. I think it's going to be 30-20 to 20 Bears. I think Mitch Trubisky is going to light it up. Uh, Mitch lighting them up. I like I it. I mean, yeah, Detroit's defense, eh, all right. Early, short week, you know. So, yeah, I got Bears 30-20. So we all got the Bears. Um, let's move on to that ugly middle game against the NFC le- in the NFC least. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, Cowboys, Redskins, Morris, who you got? Uh, I mean, I hate to say this, but I think Dallas looks like the most formidable team in this division right now. All of a sudden, after two weeks ago, we thought they were ready to implode the entire organization. Um, I think I've been on the record. I think Washington, they, they blow. Um, <laughs> there's a chance they don't win another game for the rest of the year. I know you guys like McCoy, but I don't know. I'm not seeing it in this game. I think Dallas is playing with some swagger now, especially on defense. Dak's finding this groove. Uh, I think the boys roll. I'm going to go Cowboys 34, Skins 17. I think, I think this comes down to the wire. I think it comes down to a last-minute drive by the Redskins. But I don't think they get to pull this one out. I think it's going to be 27 24 Cowboys. I'm going to change my score. I'm going to go touchdown last 27 10. Still a 17 point victory. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to, I think it's uh, 27 24 uh, Cowboys. But I think Cole McCoy plays really well this game. And I think he plays really well because no one is expecting him to play well against the Dallas uh, defense that kind of gets after the QB. But I think that just bodes wetter, wet, better for him. Uh, yeah, so it should be a good game. I hope. I really hope the Cowboys do lose because I just don't like the Cowboys, but I think they win this game. Yeah, so I'm going to be the outlier here. I think Cole McCoy pulls this one off. Ooh. Oh, man. No way. 27-23 Redskins. Oh, God. Another, another victory in, in Jerry World for Cole? It wouldn't surprise me, honestly, but I just don't know if – Colt really has the weapons that he needs to pull it off. He is a Texas guy going back home. <laughs> should, that should be done into consideration. I will never pick the Cowboys, so that, <laughs> that's uh, I'm going with the Washington football team, 27-23. Yep. <laughs> All right, and then the uh, showdown in the Dome. Morris, what you looking at for this one? Well, this is the the, the marquee game of the day, I think, no doubt. Um, we just covered it. There's going to be a shit ton of points. Um, you know, every time these two teams meet up, not just this season, I feel like this has been a decade-long thing now at this point with Ryan and Breeze. They like to put up a lot of points on each other. Um, and it usually comes down to the wire. I think Atlanta's going to play New Orleans tough this week. 
um, on a short week. Um, I still, you know, I can't pick against the Saints in the Superdome. They're the best team in football, I think, right now. But I do think Atlanta gives them a good game. Uh, I'll go 38-31 Saints. Oof. I think the Falcons. I think they pull this one off. Oh. I think that they really have nothing to play for, uh, you know, at this point in the season, you know, with uh, the Saints. And then you also have the, the Panthers there. So there's really nothing to play for for them. Uh, they're kind of on the outside looking in. And that's probably the most dangerous team to play at this late in the season is a team that has really nothing to lose. So I think this is a 42-38 Falcons win. Jeez, I can't. They're not. I don't think they're going to actually win. It's it's conceivable, I guess. They do need the game too, to to have any chance to stay in the wild card race. But I think New Orleans. I, I think I could see them running the table and going fifteen and one. Uh, I I I don't. Know, I just see the Falcons pulling this one out. They've had a, they've had a lot of clunkers lately, but there's something about that game against the Saints where they just show up and ball out. <laughs> So we'll see. Yeah, I hear your theory. I get that. Yeah, I, this is one of my favorite games each and every year. Watching these two teams play, like I'm, I always feel like this game ends up being on national TV at mm-hmm. some point. And I love, I love it. They both play in the domes that are like crazy loud and stuff. So it's always fun. Uh, but yeah, I think I want the Falcons to win. I just don't think they're going to. I think. I think the Saints are going to score 56 points. 56 oh. for the Saints, 48 for the Falcons. Oof. Higher I, scoring than last week? Is that, that might be one point less, I think, the Monday night game to me. Uh, it'll be a couple points couple points shy. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, like a couple points shy. So, yep, 56-48. <laughs> Saints over the Falcons. Let's make it happen. Absolute shootout! I'm ready for it. I'm excited. So, so before we before we end, I got a quick twi- trivia question for you guys. In the time that Tim Tebow was a Florida Gator, right? Mm-hmm. There's one player playing on Thursday that backed him up at QB. Oh man, who is that player? He's playing. Is, does he still play quarterback? He does not, but he is playing on Thursday. Taysom Hill? No. Uh, oh, yeah. That was uh, whoosh. Wait a minute. Did he, and he backed up Tebow. He was a, he was a quarterback backup while at, the, while at the University of Florida while Tim Tebow was there. Oh, this one's going to stump me, man. I was it the car? Who? Was it Austin Carr? No. Wow. All right, Dom, you stumped us. Yeah, I am stumped. Any last guesses? Wait, I got. Uh, I want to remember this now. He's got to be a little older, obviously, because Tebow. That was like a decade ago now. Yeah. Um. Damn, it's hard to choose from with the six teams. You really got to think. And he doesn't play QB anymore. Does not play QB anymore. Ah, oh, I'm trying to think. Who went to Florida? Oh, wait a minute. Trey Burton? He 
Trey Burton was a backup QB at oh, the but University he wasn't there with Tebow. But he was not there with right. Tim Tebow. All right, that's my one good guess. Forget it. It's right, I get nothing now. Tino? I don't know, dude. <laughs> it is the Washington Redskins tight end, Jordan Reed. Oh, ah! my God. <laughs> he did play quarterback. Right. Oh. I knew it was one of the Florida guys. I was about to say, I knew it was him because he was going to end up being Colts backup at the end of the game last week because they only had two QBs rostered. Yep. He was he was brought he was recruited, so he was a freshman Tebow's junior year. And they also had John Brantley, the legend, the University of Florida. Uh and they brought Jordan Reed in as a freshman after Cam Newton had transferred from the University of Florida. So there's your trivia question for this Thursday Thanksgiving special. That was a good one. That was definitely a good one. I think we should introduce a trivia question each and every week. Um, that Yeah. I was thinking about it on my way home from work, and I go, well, who can I get them with? <laughs> there you go. Oh, all right. Well, that's it, folks. We've covered all the teams for Thanksgiving. Um, we will be back Friday. Um, it might just be Dom and myself. Morris is a busy man. I am a busy man after Thanksgiving. We'll see if I can. Yeah, it's a, it's a big holiday. If Morris can squeeze some time in there, he'll join us. But me and Dom are going to run through the Sunday slate of games as well as the Monday night game um, and give you your picks for uh, for DraftKings um, on the Sunday slate. But now you have the captain's modes for Thanksgiving. We want to wish you a happy holiday and enjoy your time off and enjoy some quality football as well as college basketball. Ah, yes. Can't forget about that. Big college basketball weekend. And definitely enjoy the football, too. Love Feast Week. And the college football. Great, great, great sports weekend in general. West Virginia. If you are a college football fan, West Virginia, Oklahoma, Friday night. Ooh, that's a doozy. That is a doozy. That's a game. There's some other decent ones, too. But that's the best one. Will Greer and Kyler Murray, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a fun one. Oh, also, Notre Dame about to clinch the playoffs, beating USC. Go Notre Dame. Oof. Well, the Irish, I think they're going to get waxed by whoever they play in the playoff, but good for them. <laughs> it be, it's going to be Clemson right now. Unless Clemson bar and Clemson collapse, but Ooh. yeah. That's we'll all see. we can hope for here. All right, fellas. All right. Great job, everyone. See you next week. Actually, see you Friday. Never mind. This podcast was brought to you by JokerMag.com, home of the underdog.